Recorded live. It just helps me monitor when someone has come on.
Hello, this is Ken just letting you know that you're the only one on right now. Hello, a couple people joined. All right, did uh, anybody join? Deborah. Oh. Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, good. This is Deborah. I think I was, somehow I was muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was sitting here going, hello. Yes. Who have I got on the phone with me? This is Deborah. Uh, Linda's here. Oh, hi, Linda. Hi. Good morning. Catherine's hi, here. Catherine's here. Lisa. Lisa's here. I think we're all here then, right? Because I'm not sure Celeste can join us this morning. That's why I'm running the phone call. Okay. So if she, I, I'm hoping if she can, she'll pop on, but she didn't indicate that she would. So I'm thinking she might not be able to make this phone call, but hello, everybody else. Good morning. 
Yeah. Good morning. So, um, here we are. What, um, I guess we just, we need to plan for a, it's a 90 minute slot, right? Yes. And, um, you know, if we figure we're going to have some discussion and we're going to have some little introduction that, you know, brings it down a little bit, um, maybe like to 75 minutes. Yeah. So I'm just wondering what, what y'all are thinking. I sent you some thoughts. I don't know if that has, um, I, what I was thinking is at the beginning we would kind of frame this as um, a way to talk about the merging of the community of practice with the special interest section and wanting to know what, you know, wanting to present things that would help people to think about what they need um, from these entities. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, it does to me, Deborah, Catherine, what I remember from our last call, because I wasn't at it last year. Um, yeah. And But I remember that Celeste or somebody, I thought, said, well, last year, they put together, you know, they used the group to put together what people's needs were, and then nothing ever happened with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because because what you're stating was my kind of initial idea, but I didn't realize that's what we did last year, right? So, yeah. Um, this is a merger kind of thing, and my my one of the things I liked about our discussion before was that um, we were looking at ways for sort of to almost sort of like um like model mm-hmm. what what the practice group might do in an actual meeting in some way or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I think ideas for topics I I don't know exactly where I'm going with this but I'm trying to figure out how are we going to structure it to really engage people Mm -hmm. so so I like your outline don't get me wrong I I actually think those are great aims to put forth and and to do all of that I think they're terrific um what what I can't um, um, and I would weave in occupation based really heavily mm-hmm. um, into okay. to it because that isn't as much on the outline. But I would but I, I can but add I would, that in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because I think one of our things is this not just doing for but doing with and having people actually do the things and. Mm-hmm. experience them and I I think in particularly in community mental health you don't see that in the whole professions trying to get people to focus more on being yeah. less reductionistic in our care or more like what makes us distinct, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I would throw mm-hmm. that in there but I'm just trying to think about how and I'm not the educator here so like I'm you know filled with these colleagues of mine who teach all the time, right? So I love this about y'all. But, you know, I, I'm trying to think, how do we engage people that they really get a taste for what a rich sort of exchange might be around one of the topics that they generate or, I mean, I understand that, but, but how does how do you give a taste for the generative process of a community of practice? Okay. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that was sort of my thought too when I was looking at this. Um, I, you know, I, I think the the list is is great. Except, and I, and I, if you were thinking, I mean, what is mental health OT? I think is a really entry level 
kind of concept, right? It's what I'm going to be teaching next quarter. <laughs> oh, I wasn't weeks. proposing that we would use this as the outline as a presentation necessarily. Right. I think that, but what I'm thinking is that we might iterate to the group from the get-go as the introduction that we are positioning ourselves as being meaningful and relevant for both the person that works with folks with identified mental health disorders and also with the people doing more psychosocial practice. I think we have something to offer both groups, but I don't know if you all agree with that. Well, I do from the standpoint of just like in mental health, we are dealing with all these comorbidities. I think that there's general psychosocial kind of thing, and then there's the fact that people with schizophrenia and people on the autism spectrum and people with, um, you know, uh, bipolar illness and, um, you know, severe uh, Mm -hmm. mental illness end up also um, having strokes and um, hip replacements and... You know what brain I mean? Injury. And, and brain injury. Brain injury. I, oh, God, yeah. For that. And yeah. So just like we now have to be generalists on the mental health side in a way that we weren't practicing at least very well when I was, um, you know, younger, right? Just, just like we need to do that because of this, you know, twenty because of the all these comorbidities, right? That we're that oh, we're yeah. challenged with. They need to do that too. And the, and the reality. So I thought as addressing both of those. So not just broad, general psychosocial, like sort of well-being. Although I think that is part of our practice, and we should all do that. I, I I'm not right. You know but when I mean, we're but, dealing with people in therapy, they are suffering from distress. They are have oh, had God, either yeah. a trauma, you know, and they're adjusting to maybe a different a different body, a different you know, it's not if you need therapy of any kind, you have gone through something. Mm-hmm, and yeah. we all know that, you know, but I guess what I'm trying to do at the beginning is to make a case to our audience that we have some relevance to any of them, even if they are not working currently with a strictly mental health population, um, mm-hmm. or even yeah. if they are, or even if they just want to do that. But they're and they're trying to figure out how to get into it, which is, I think, a lot of people. Yeah. I so yes. Can we go back to what were the objectives of this presentation? Because I thought it was to engage people in a COP process. We can we can do that. We can do that. You, you know, um, and sort of get people engaged in the idea of, of knowledge and, and production of content or production of, I mean, I, to me, that I mean, the whole essence of the COP is to pull experts together to produce um, knowledge and advance a profession in some capacity or that area of practice in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. well, how would you like to do that? We, If we divide this person by person, we each have about 15 minutes if all four people use time to present and engage the group in activity. We could do it from four different facets or... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to be blunt and just say I think a 60-minute role play sounds not too engaging to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if we did something like um, picked identifying language that expresses the distinct value of OT and mental health? And we gave one group that task and one of us sat with them. And then we maybe came up with three or four others. And then we actually engaged in a COP process with them for 25 minutes or whatever. So we could talk about what is COP, um, what is the role of a community of practice, and then sat down and did that and then had a discussion about what does it mean to, to work together to produce knowledge or something like that. I mean, I, that's, it could be more structured than that, but it, 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 the end result would be that they'd walk out maybe with some things to think about. You know, I mean, it could be pulled from this list, right? What does that mean? Uh, 
or what are the skills that we have to gain as occupational therapists working with mental health to actually work with people or, or or what is the approach we need to take to start, I don't know, looking at working with people with comorbid medical issues that we haven't really had to do in the past. Maybe that's one group. Maybe, I don't know, one group is exploring something else. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea, this is Linda, of taking about 10 minutes at the beginning to explain yeah. what is a community of practice. Yes. I think that's, I don't yeah, even know. Well, and and I would also ask that we also talk about what is the mental health special intersection. Correct. Yeah. We well, can do that. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a really good discussion too. How are they similar? How are they different? And Should they be? What's the intersection? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that could be one group. Yeah. Well, it could actually. <laughs> um, well, I'm not now. I'm lost now. I. Right. Well, I mean, and I think yeah. So ten or fifteen minutes in the beginning to talk about what is SIS, what is COP, what's that intersection? That mm-hmm. makes sense. Exactly. That could right. be one. Right. And but I don't know of, what we mean by that could be one group. That's. Okay. I think of that as that's the frame for the. That's why I'm I'm getting a little lost. I think I I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about we were talking about a, a framing mm-hmm. of what we're wanting them to participate in forming and shaping and developing and. This is my take of it, is that we'll kind of talk about that there's community practice, there are special interest sections, um, and that gives some background at that, and then to give them an experience of a community of practice and one and break them into smaller groups. One topic um, that one group would talk about would be what are the similarities and differences of a COP and an SIS. Another group would talk about distinct value of mental health, another group, psychosocial issues of all clients and all practice areas. Is that kind of the right idea? I think those are great ideas, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of um, what I was thinking too. You know, or, you know, another one could... But say, I'm sorry. The complications of medical comorbidity. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. I, I think because um, that's a hot one that if people aren't thinking about, yeah, there are a lot and of I guess, health practitioners that feel very ill-equipped for where, you know what I mean? And that gets overlapped with all the primary care, but you know what I mean? Like, So there's the comorbidity of people with psychiatric disorders, major psychiatric disorders who also have medical um, complications going on. And then there's also the comorbidity, I can hardly say it, comorbidity of um, the fact that when a person has a traumatic injury or is experiencing an exacerbation or a new diagnosis of a chronic illness, that they're maybe going to be having some mental health needs that are above and beyond what they're used to. <laughs> you know, I love the idea of focusing on the comorbidity stuff and, and, and really having people dive into that clinical issue on both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And what will we come out right? with? We have so they it, break into groups. We each take a group and we facilitate it, what are we going to come out with at the end? Right. So, if, yeah, because I, um, I think these two these two topics could end up being a discussion that ends up with nothing. <laughs> so we would have to... Um, it would be well, my like a question would be, is the end result that we want? What are the questions you have? Right. Where would you go to find okay, that's those? Good. How could the community of practice do that? What could the SIS provide to do that? Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I mean? And, and I'd like to know what they need. What would they like yeah. the SIS to provide? 
So right. lists of resources they can they can access to answer and generate questions. And then yeah, like, a, mm -hmm. a time and a place to discuss those. <laughs> and yeah. then what they would like from the SIS, which I would think would be continuing education probably, or um, blogs about topics that they want to know more about, or you know, that are written by people have it, who have expertise or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what they want. That's why I want to ask them. You know, and I'd like to know the nature of continuing ed. If that's what they want, how do they want to receive that, you know? Yeah, so that's probably a lot for 25 minutes, though. So, um, but so I, I think we want to stick to what the... What do you mean? Well, I mean, wait, are we doing a 25-minute or what? Or we this is a 90-minute thing. So right. I figured we would spend 15 minutes at the at the front end with introduction or 20 minutes with introduction and getting them divvied up into groups, do the groups, which would be maybe like 30 minutes. Yeah. Come back together, discuss what the groups have generated, and bada bing, bada boom. Right. That makes that sense. Would, that makes sense. I think you need some time at the end. So, so yeah, 15, you have to come yeah. back together. Right. Um, so I just think we would have to narrow it down, just because the point is to give them, because then we want some discussion about what does that mean to be in a COP and how does that really impact your practice. Um, uh, in your sense of of contributing to the profession, does that make sense? So okay. we want do you to want to present. do that in small group or in large group? I think the end discussion could be in large group. I mean, I my my thinking is that that I mean, really, the to my value the my experience of being in a COP is that it really increases your. Um, uh, uh, excitement in getting in the, into the topic and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and kind of pushes you forward to think from a broader perspective. And I, and I would like to see that come out in the end discussion. So I'm thinking, okay, what I have here, 20 minutes intro and get into small group time, 30 minutes of small group discussions on the topic, um, 30 minutes of large group kind of going over what people discuss and what that means and then 10 minutes to wrap it up and say this is what this really means because uh, my hope is that we will get more participants in community of practice and have a better idea of what people want and how they want it delivered in terms of continuing ed related to mental health. Does that, right. does that sound right? We want to recruit COP right. participants. Right. And we want to find out, do market research on, on continuing ed. Right. Right. So that would be so, our two main purposes here. So that, that 30 minutes where they're in groups, I would not mm -hmm. call it a discussion. I would call it like a work group because we want okay. them to do something to pr actually produce something. Mhm. Mm okay. Right? That we can actually yep. distribute to the group afterwards. I would Absolutely. Here's I have a question then. Okay. Um cuz I like that idea. And I like where this is going and I'm wondering, you know, we just generated a list of um hot sort of clinical topics that we know are out there, right? Mhm. Mm yeah. So what if we start with some we know are out there. I mean, you know, after we do what's a COP and what's a, you know, what's the SIS and, you know what I mean, after the, after the introduction, right, but before mm -hmm. breaking into the group, we give samples of things that we're aware of, ask the audience, the participants, for other stuff that comes to mind that are hot practice issues. And then 
from that as a group somehow, depending on how many people are there, um, you know, pick two or three or whatever, right, that people are going to divide into small groups and sort of work on, have some sort of a guided thing of what they're supposed to figure out as a group, right? Like what are the clinical, you know, be more specific about the clinical questions. What are the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What would, uh, whatever, you know, that we, that we put, that we put down the stuff we were just talking about. And then so that they have that structure, so there is that end product that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't just give the group with the topic, but we give them an example of stuff, give them examples of what we know is out there, make sure that then, because then you also, Deborah, we also get a list of, of hot topics, even if they aren't mm-hmm. all used. So often in the, the in the small and in have the small them choose group. their topic. Again. Offer them a menu and have them choose or generate their own topic. What I was thinking is in the large group, mm-hmm. offer some that we thought of, ask mm-hmm. for others, and then mm-hmm. do a quick polling and take like the top two, or depending on how many groups. Okay. Well, we just there. added probably another. Maybe five to ten minutes, then at the front. <laughs> okay, well, I which is not necessarily safe. time poorly spent. That might be a really good thing yeah. to do. So, but, the, the one drawback I could see, I mean, I could see doing, I mean, I thought from a volitional aspect, it's, it's a, it'd probably be better. Um, and it, there is a time issue, but I also think um, we would have to be careful to avoid things like we don't get paid for stuff or, you know, the sort of general practice issues. I think we'd have to frame it as it's the clinical issue. Right. Right. Except that, well, I just, I just fear, it seems like every time I try to do these things, I get the, well, we can't do what we want because we have to get paid for these things. And, and well, maybe that's sort of, a topic for a group to be talking <laughs> be. about is how do you find places and opportunities to do the kind of practice we're talking about. Because that's a yeah. real thing. Or what is underground practice even is would be sort of well, interesting. Well, or maybe you need to, you know, we're talking about doing this private practice thing and, you know, maybe people need to be taught how to do that or how to go and talk to well, their um their directors and their supervisors and negotiate more freedom clinically to try to get that back. Yeah. I mean, the other drawback, the the only other drawback, just to go back to that real quickly, is that I think if we do choose the topics, then we can have some materials prepared for the group. Mm -hmm. What kind of materials are we thinking about? I don't don't know. (laughs) I haven't thought that far ahead. But we um, might have we might want to have some kind of like little discussion guide, yeah, so that they know that they're going to end up with something that's a little bit coherent yeah. between the groups, so we don't have oh. such widely divergent outcomes. Yeah, I know, and, I, and that, I guess part of it is just like in thinking about structuring the time so that we, they end up feeling like they produce something. Yeah, uh, you know, valuable. There are just ways to shorten the process. Timeline. And it needs to be valuable to them, not just to us. Right. Right. So, uh, I'm sorry. I. So the purpose of it is going of our presentation is going to be to introduce them to a community practice and engage mm-hmm. them. And I think we introduced it last year. Right. Well, it's a try. Well, we don't won't have the same people necessarily. No. Um, we want. We want right. it help them understand what it is and, and why it would be cool to be a part of that and give uh-huh. them a little hors d'oeuvre, a little taste of it. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end, we're going to offer opportunities to participate in the community of practice. And I, I guess that'll be, you know, we, we should ask them, do you want to participate in group phone calls? Do you want, is there another format that would work better? I, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what's practical if we don't do group phone calls, but if they all live in Naperville and, and they want to have a group group, then that's great. You know, that'll be nice. Or, <laughs> I mean, God help me if they all live in Palos Hills, I'll, I'll go for it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you're using on sort of online technology and stuff is is probably going to be a part of that. But um, that's a good question. I, I also think just having again finishing up the discussion with the the the, the value to them of being part of the community practice in terms of their own clinical practice and their own growth as a, as professionals, maybe. Mm-hmm. And avoiding burnout. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it can help with that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like it. So why C-O-P, why S-I-S? <laughs> okay. Um you know, another topic, this one might be one that I would really like to lead, actually, might be how to, it kind of goes with the distinct value, but maybe takes it a step or two beyond, how to, um, oh, educate and persuade um, people, I don't know, all kinds of people, about the distinct value. It's funny. I just wrote down. Um, okay, we did this, so so this is probably already done. But I wrote down establishing a referral process that highlights the distinct value. It was one of the things I wrote down on my sheet here. Well, I, we, we did that for that other yeah. thing. Yeah, we have an right. example of that, um, and that's where I think part of what it is is I I think it when it gets specific like that, what it does is it gives people a taste of how practical this can be. Yes, right. So maybe maybe the thing is instead of, and you know, this is kind of a random thought, but for example, we did that one thing. That Mm -hmm. was very iterative. It could be interesting to just show it as an example of what happens how these things came together and how a community of practice came up with a very tangible end product. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a universal referral. I mean, I'm sure we yeah, modified it again if that. we looked at I it. I have a copy of that, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it could be modified again. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a tangible end product that tries to get at, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you know the history of that and were involved with that, you might want to lead that group. Well, Celeste and Lisa and uh, and me were all involved with the development right. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, then one of you should probably take that group to topic. I think that would be great. Well, see, but I okay, yeah. So I mean, is it a group to do that, or is or is that, is that an discussion? example to whet an yeah. appetite? I, I don't know how much we're going to be. We I don't think they're going to be able to leave with anything tangible in 90 minutes, probably. We well, might leave with tangible stuff. But, but, I mean, they could certainly have that and, and use it. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like it, we feel like that's proprietary. In fact, it might be. Good, well, but you want to distribute it. You want to yeah, disseminate Yeah, it's an that. example of how a community of practice might be used. But what are other ways, what are other yeah. ways that people could get together and pump each yeah. other up and support each other as we do the difficult task um, yeah. and often, you know, the disappointing task that takes a lot of persistence of, of showing people or persuading people to let us do what we do. Right. So I, so so I think it's a great idea. I think that's a, I think we could use it that way really effectively. I also though still think we if we can really nail these down, we could have them come up with something tangible. It's just not going to be the whole thing, right? It's just yeah, going to be a yeah, tiny piece. Yeah, this is hors This is hors d'oeuvre. The, the value of that I think would be to say, you know, in your group, would you be willing to continue this process? Right. become a part yeah. of the community yeah. practice. Yeah. Well, then I guess the question I would have, you know, is if the group I'm talking to is <laughs> yeah. going to be on board with helping to talk on the phone with these groups? Or is that my job? Because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm well, not really looking to add four discussion groups to my plate, but I would <laughs> right. like to do one. 
Yeah, no, um, that wouldn't be your job. That I mean, the job would be to find people who are really specifically interested in that particular topic. But okay, I think no. I think the I think the um, the goal of this would be to say how many of you would be willing to continue this process and be part of a community practice looking specifically at you know a list of uh, recommendations for. Uh, education around um, uh, working with complex medical or compli- uh, complications of medical comorbid- comorbidity. Well, I guess well, we might see that like one or two of the groups really, in, you know, ignite and those would be the ones to pursue and the, the others might not ignite. I mean, we don't know how they're going to react or what the chemistry will yeah. do with the topic. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, and, and they can, I mean, maybe we can help them choose a topic that is of more interest to them, but also I don't expect everyone to do it. Um, But they leave with a knowledge of what it is. They leave with the knowledge that we're trying to do it, you know, that we're interested in their input into um, producing knowledge or producing um, things that are valuable and tangible. I mean, all those things I think are are part of the, the value of doing the presentation in general. Yeah, and I'm really interested in, you know, um, stimulating and supporting people to infuse what they know and what they, and adding to what they know about mental health OT. Yeah. You know, as as advanced, to become advanced practitioners. Or if they're already that, to become masters. Yeah, I would like to see OTs to really rock it when it comes to doing the mental health piece. And I don't think we have that right now for the most part. Because I think people are feel real intimidated and, um, you know, they leave their basic education excited about mental health OT, but they're certainly not master clinicians at that point, nor should they be. Mm-hmm. Um, or be expected to be, but they don't get a lot of opportunities to do field work. They don't get a lot of opportunities in the work world to specialize in mental health OT, and yet they would love to. So I, I'm really interested in helping them do workarounds to go ahead and get that knowledge and that experience so they can grow mm-hmm. anyway. I don't remember the title of this, though. Is it going to draw on people who are not mental health people? Uh, um, I have it up. Uh, join the Illinois Mental Health Community of Practice. Oh, <laughs> and what does the description say? Learn what the Illinois Mental Health Community of Practice is all about. Occupational therapy practitioners working in mental health plus students, academics, and practitioners yeah. interested in working in mental health are invited to okay. in yeah. our yeah. COP. So, I think our, so it's just doing, working and interested. I think that's pretty. Yeah. I think, though, I, I just from historical experience that we're probably going to see, I don't know what up, what's up against it either. Um, uh, there's a theatric one. There's not another mental health one up against it. Yes, I had a big conniption fit one day about. Yeah, there's something about <laughs> transgender adolescents. Oh, about what? Okay. Oh, transgender adolescents. Mm-hmm. Borderline. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Not. And this is Thursday, right? Right at noon. Yeah, so it's our it's our smallest attendance day. Yeah. Um, right. That's why we might not have two. I mean, that will make it maybe easier to get something done. Um, like you're True. trying to yeah. do Lisa, but it will also mean it's a smaller group, so we wouldn't have very many groups probably. And yeah, if we have, true. yeah, if we have a really small group, we don't need to have four topics. We can right. We can let them pick, and then we can kind of right. join each other and yeah, you know, have two facilitators mixed with a couple of attendees or a few attendees. Yeah. yeah. Can we bring? Okay. Can somebody bring flip charts and markers to this thing? Yeah, we can get them. Thank you. Yeah, that's, we can ask the hotel. 
that would be really handy. I like it. Okay. I'm not <laughs> clear still on, I guess I'm still not clear on, are we then coming, because you said something, Lisa, about coming, deciding what the groups might be ahead of time and coming with some materials, or I mean, what are we talking that we need to develop um, before this? Well, I, I, I think my my thinking is, again, just uh, I, I would really like each group to come to some, rather than ha- spending the whole time discussing and then leaving with nothing, to, mm-hmm. to have a very specific task to accomplish in that. And whatever that task is, I think, would drive whatever we might bring <laughs> to the group. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. So we haven't defined can... that yet, though. Yeah, I Can think it's going to be the yeah. biggest thing is to decide maybe what four or five potential topics we have and what we would like them to accomplish in that 30 minutes, what little piece of that process. Mm-hmm. You know, I go back to that when we made that referral. I mean, I think we started out with just a list of, you know, things we thought would be included in a referral. And that was our first step, you know. I mean, do we do we like these topics? Like we came up with four, I think, right? Yeah. I guess I'm still not sure what they're when you say you want them to take something away. Right. So, um, so if we said to them, our one of our mission or one of the tasks, one group we would like to work on a referral for uh, a, a general referral that uh, communicates the distinct value of OT to our referral sources. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't expect that to be done in 30 minutes, right? So we would we would expect them to uh, come up maybe with a list of uh, topics that or of things that might generate a referral for OT that's distinct. Okay. And then in, we might bring to that discussion, we might, as the, the moderator of that discussion, bring three or four referrals forms that we've used in the past or that we've generated um, and kind of maybe that group goes through those referral forms and they pick out the things that are truly distinct um, and, and include that in the list. And that's, I'm just, that's just one example. And maybe that they come away with this tangible list that, you know, we can say then, would any of you be interested in serving on a group to complete this referral base? Uh-huh. Do, does that make sense? Yeah. So, may, so for maybe complications of medical comorbidity, we would we would bring to them because I'm going to guess that the vast majority of them don't necessarily know how much or how much of an influence. I mean, I think everybody has a general idea. Um, we know that people are dying 25 years earlier. I think people kind of know that, um, but we would maybe bring to them what are those comorbid. Uh huh. And then, yeah. you know, we what know would, what they are. okay, so some yeah. some kind of material that really helps people to feel compelled to pursue it because they're right. like, holy, holy moly, it's that like, moves you know, beyond right that moves 75% beyond the discussion. Of people. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, so like holy moly, everybody I see has four of these comorbid conditions, and I'm not even right. thinking about it. I need right. to, yeah, yeah, we need to get serious about the mental health piece of this. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. I don't know what that piece would be that we want them. Maybe it's, you know, how do you address these? But that seems like really big. So the, maybe the the one is how do you speak to your employer about the need to address these? Or maybe it's what are the education that we need as therapists mm-hmm. to I'd address love, these? I'd love to know that. Yeah, because yeah. I think people. I think one thing that holds people back from it, saying that they are mental health specialists is they don't feel that they have the expertise that they need. They're, you know, and they, it may be just that they're, they undervalue what they already know, or it may be that they really need to know more or both. But I really think that there's a place for some good continuing education and the community of practice to help people to start to own their expertise. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So that, that, that came out to me at that mental health uh, that mental health conference that we just had with AOTA is you know I think yeah. we have have people have the current group of practitioners because they've had not had a concentrated mental health psychiatry field work and such as that a lot of them don't um, have the confidence and maybe they don't have you know the hands-on experience to, to feel that confidence but I'd like to help them grow it so now well what's our next step well, I I think just thinking about that, I think we have to uh, we have to nail down the topics that we that we identify. Okay, I'm, I'm going to write a little outline of what I just wrote down from my notes on this call. Okay. Okay. And then I'll jot out what I think I heard in the way of topics, and then you all go after it and say, okay, this is a topic that I can buy into but this one I don't care for and that's fine. I'm, my feelings will not yeah. be hurt. Okay? That sounds like, and I, and I think that maybe, maybe, would it be okay if each of us took like one topic and identified maybe what the what the outcome that you want of that group and then Lovely. You know, maybe yes. what kinds of things yes. you might bring to help yes. the group actually yes. get there. Whether that's so a the, question. So or, the first, yeah. if you hurry, you get to pick your topic and if you... <laughs> Language, you might get stuck with a lemon, but oh. you can rewrite. You can rewrite the topic. You can say, "I don't like this." I'll take whatever. Well, my question else. would be: Is you can. we want to? My question would be: Is in the development of this, while we're figuring it out, do we want to be going solo, or do we want this community of practice here to help frame each of the topics, even if one person is facilitating them? Yeah, I, I think See, you're right. I just think I mean, I, you know, we're we're a community of practice right here. <laughs> right now. Um, but would but I, I think you're right. I just think it'd be easier for me to do it and then come back to you and ask you for feedback. <laughs> well, right, but um, then we're we're okay. So, all right. I mean, I'm so just, do we want to have this discussion as an email um, exchange, or do we want to plan one more meeting on the phone? Are we I ready to either say way. yet? You want to do it on a Google Doc? Yeah, we and then, can do it on a Google Doc. Okay. And then we can come back for one more phone call, nail down mm-hmm. the, the, the once we have some ideas. If we do it, if we do it on a Google Doc, what would be nice about that is we can all contribute to each of each the other's. Topics. That's right. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think that would be a way to to get the the benefit. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Create a folder because then you can upload. Uh, okay. I don't know. Are you going to do that, Deb? Or <laughs> um, you can upload like maybe things you want, artifacts or things you want to possibly use. I'm not thinking we don't need a lot of stuff for these things, right? Like we only you only need a couple of things, but I would somebody want to set that up? (laughs) I'm not not really. I can I can set up a folder for I could probably fumble my way through it, but if somebody else could do it in three or four minutes and I would take three or four hours, I don't want to do it. I don't know that I've set up a folder before, but I might have, but I can probably figure it out because I've shared all kinds of documents on Google Drive before. Uh It's pretty easy, yeah. I I can probably set that up. Once you you invite everyone to them. What? said they're going to set it? Who said they're going to set it up? I, Catherine, I'll set it up. Catherine, okay. Catherine, once you set up the folder. And then, Deborah, you'll be able to upload you know, stuff in yes. the folder or any, right? So. Yes, yes, thank you. And once you upload the folder and you invite everyone to the folder, then anything that goes in there is open to everybody. So it's a little easier. So what I need to do is, do I take then, well, I mean, I'll have to look at this because I don't know if I've done a folder. Do I create the folder in Google Docs or do I create it 
um, on my computer and then upload the folder with the permissions into Google Docs. Wait, can you? Um, um, you know what? I can do it right now. <laughs> you know what? Because we could just start by putting in the document that Deborah sent us today or whenever you sent it right. about this morning. So we can just okay. start by putting that as a document in a folder because that just starts, you know, there's something in the folder. It's not an empty folder. Right. Yeah, you do need something to. And then I'll just more work with single documents on it, you know, PowerPoint I'm working on. Or... All right. Well, are we right. ready to wrap up or do we need any more discussion about anything? That's good, right? Do we want to do we want to divide these up now or do we want to what do we want to do? Why don't I send you what I think I heard? And then you yeah, can why don't you do that? tweak it okay. and and say okay. which one you have, you know, and you might say, I like this one best, but I'm also willing to do this other one so that people have a little sense of flexibility or I want to add one and take one away or that's, you know, whatever is good for me. I'm, I'm Hey, Catherine? Yeah. I actually created the folder. Oh, okay, thanks. I'm going to send it out now. Share it with everyone. It's just an empty folder. You should get it. Once Thank you. Upload you. It was, okay, I'll put that thing I gave you this morning or last night in there. I think I did it last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really quick to do. So it's the same. It's the same process as creating a a document. Oh, is it? Yeah, I just haven't. Yeah. Tried it ever. Yeah. Okay. So that'll come to you in a, in a few minutes. All righty. Well, thanks everybody. I think this will be, be a good. Think this will be good. It'll be fun to work with everybody. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just All the right. five of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone else beside the five of us? Who's left? I I hope I haven't left anybody out. That was my okay. big dread. It was like, oh my god, I hope I'm. I think it's okay. just yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.